A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Ah, yes, there's the music. And the Cool Button Hockey Podcast is back underway. Episode 137, the Stanley Cup Final is here. And the silly season has been in full swing since, well, it feels like forever. Craig, great to see you. Great job at the Memorial Cup. Let's start with the silly season and Kyle Dubas. Was he really confused? Was he really playing us? And a lot of demand. Kyle Dubas, I guess that time in Toronto really helped. Were you surprised how much the Fenway group targeted him? What is he, the next Theo Epstein? Is that the plan in Pittsburgh? Well, I think the plan is very clear. I mean, they, you know, when Kyle became available, I mean, they really set their sights and their focus on talking to him and then obviously, you know, bringing him in as the president of hockey operations. You know, the, the end of a regular season and, and a playoffs, you know, bring about a lot of, uh, you know, quick reflection, shall we say. And those emotions run raw. And I, I think with Kyle, there was no question that those emotions were raw. And you, you stand up and, you know, you're answering a lot of questions and you're trying to, you know, express how you feel in, in a way that reflects the team. And then, you know, Kyle expressed some of his own personal feelings. And I'm, I mean, I don't think anybody – uh, should take issue with it or should have a problem with it. But I also understand where Brendan Shanahan was coming from. And, and with respect to Brendan feeling maybe, maybe this isn't for uh, Kyle, maybe what is best for the Toronto Maple Leafs is a change. And, you know, and, you know, Brendan went through uh, a very detailed timeline and I mean, continuously through it. Uh, he said that, you know, we want Kyle back. And obviously it came to a point where, you know, Kyle wasn't going to return. Now it's a fresh start for him. It's a fresh start for him in Pittsburgh. It's a very different uh, situation in Pittsburgh than it is in Toronto. I, I, I don't know. I don't know if the uh, if the, the the demand on an outcome is any different <laughs> in Pittsburgh. The Penguins. The Penguins are not making the playoffs. Like the, this is about the rebuild after. I know they met with. First of all, why would you? Why would you pump Mike Sullivan's tires so much? What didn't Ken Hitchcock have a shelf life and Ken and, and, and uh, Scotty Ballman and then Mike Keenan and then Mike Bab Babcock? Like, I, I, I thought that was over the top on Sully. That's great. You know, if I'm Sully, I don't know if I really, really want to be part of this. Craig, they couldn't make the playoffs last year. They were, they were old and slow at times, disorganized. They have an aging team. You look at the roster and how, the money they've got left to spend. They don't have a goalie right now. They're not better than Washington, and Washington's almost aging out. I'm not saying don't go there. I'm saying Kyle's part. I think it's going to be Kyle in his 40s about life after Sid, life after Evgeny, because here comes Detroit and Ottawa 
you know, and um, who else? Buffalo. Buffalo. I mean, I know you like those teams. I, I, I'm not saying don't go there. It's an NHL job. You go and get the job that you get. But the idea of still winning and pouring money on this, sometimes you don't renovate the older house to the older neighborhood. Maybe it's time for a teardown rebuild or to move. But if they if they can turn this into something in Pittsburgh, Craig, I don't know. You tell me. You've looked at the roster. You've looked at the money. Well, here's the challenge. It doesn't matter how I look at it. Do you think with Sidney Crosby, who had 93 points last year, Evgeny Malkin, who had a fantastic year, and, and Chris Letang, who had another really good year, you, you think you're going to go in there? Do you, you think when Kyle said the conversations he had with Sidney were really good, do you think Sidney Crosby's in for a rebuild? Like, not no. a chance. No. Not a chance. So that's the challenge. We can sit here and say they're going to make it or not, you know, all – you know, they make the playoffs next year. Everybody will say, oh, we use it as motivation. Everybody counted us out, you know, all the old cliches, right? The, at, at the end of it all, though, that's the problem. That's the problem. You, you and me can sit here and say, yeah, they can, they're going to have a tough time making the playoffs or not making it. Guess what? That's not the goal. That's not what, that, that's not what they want their outcomes to be. And, and good luck. That's all I'm going to say. Good luck. Good luck. Trying to rebuild because he, he here's the problem in Pittsburgh as I see it from, from from my vantage point. The problem is is you have 87, 71, and 58. And really what you should be starting to do is, is rebuild and maybe they could be part of something that kind of got they don't have any picks, they don't have any prospects. <laughs> like I hope Kyle signed about an eight-year deal because that's where they're at. <laughs> like that's where they're at. Yeah, I looked in their cupboard the other day. There's not even a can of baked beans. Like, there's nothing in there, Craig. There's, it's a, 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 there's nothing in there. Like, there's nothing in there. So, it's a challenge. Now, obviously, Brad Tree Living has a different type and types of challenges. I went through every question. The media actually did a really good job going over the, the presser and the order of operations. That's Matthews, the situation with Sheldon Keefe, the core four. Where does the power really lie? So let's kind of go over it in that order as well as it relates to job one. Do you believe they will be a nice long-term, by long-term, I mean five or more years, Matthews and the Maple Leafs solidifying him for almost a full career in Toronto? I, I don't know what, I mean, that, but I don't know. I, I'll be straightforward. I don't know. I mean, I mean, it's all speculation, right? Like, what I will say is this. That's the first thing he's got to find out. It's the first thing he's got to find out. Nothing, nothing in, in my view, nothing else can proceed for Brad Trey Living until he gets an answer to that question. He needs to get an answer. So until Brad Trey, so what I would say to you, Steve, is goal number one is an answer from Austin Matthews. Whatever that answer is, he needs an answer. A-S-A-P. That's what he needs. He needs a, and, you know, not sure how this is going to play out in terms of, what happens if Austin Matthews and his representatives say, well, we're going to wait, you know, and, and, and now it's June the 12th. Oh, my Lord, now it's June the 19th, right? Brad Trey Living needs an answer, ASAP. Nothing else can – I shouldn't say nothing else. Until he gets an answer to that, the, 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 you, you'll be dealing on the, on the edges. Because if, if, he's con, if he's considering making moves, if, if – Austin stays. Well, if Austin doesn't stay, then he's got to consider different moves. <laughs> like he's got to, so the 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 the, the linchpin in this all, and I mean and, and Brad will talk, oh yeah, it's not just about the core four. Yeah, you're right. 
you're, you're right. It's not just about the core four, but it is about the core four. <laughs> like, you, you know, like you, you talk about a team and everything. That's what they've done. Just like we talk about Pittsburgh. It is about 87, 71, and 58. As much as you look at it, that's what it's about. And, and, and that's what he has to get an answer to. ASAP. <laughs> okay, so that's, that's good. So that means three kind of forks in the road. The answer is, yes, I want to stay. And then you go to the, okay, how many years? How long is the deal? Yeah. They ask about something that begins with an F. You say that's too much. Uh, we're willing to go to 13.34, your number. Um, you know, on a five or six-year deal, we could argue that Kyle was a little too generous with Brendan. With, uh, I mean, the Nylander deal looked very good in the end. Uh, maybe with Mitch Martyr, Austin Matthews, it wouldn't have been the deal that, Lou Lamorello would have signed, or maybe a Craig Button would have signed. But now you look at it and say, okay, it's a five, six, seven, or eight-year deal. Let's just say for argument's sake, it's 14, and he's highest paid player in the league, you know, until uh, Connor McDavid's contract comes up in three years. And he stays, right? If he doesn't, would you then trade him on June 29th or before Craig, knowing that the return, people think this return is Adam Fentilli and everything else. I've learned from you to try to explain to people. There's no way the Ducks are trading their second pick for a one-year-on-his-contract Matthews. The value for a Matthews deal and his value is low with a year to go, with a year to go. So now you're thinking, and then, okay, so he stays, and now we're going to trade him at the deadline, and we're going to No, 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 no. It's got to be handshake agreement, trusting Judd and – you know, Doug and the whole gang, and then announce it on the first, or then Craig, you're probably keeping the rest of the core four. You're figuring it out what you're going to do with 11.34 and maybe set you up for what happens in three years when another guy becomes a free agent. Is, is, isn't that the way to play it? Control your own destiny as the pilot, as opposed to hope the passengers in the back and the parachutists control your own fate and destiny? Yeah, that, I, I would say yes. You know, Austin Matthews has a full no-move clause kicking in on July 1st, too, which means that he decides where he goes. See, he, there's also the the other challenge for, for Brad. It's this. If he says, I don't want to sign here, okay, where do you want to sign? It's not like Brad's going to be able to just say, I'll trade you here wherever I want to trade you. Because now a team, to give up something of value for Austin Matthews, is going to want to know they can sign a long-term. So if you're not so so now you're you're dealing with a scenario where you the number of teams you can deal with might become very very narrow very very narrow. I, I want to say this quickly. You know we can look back at Matthews and Marner's contracts. Okay, those two players fully performed to those contracts. I mean that like I mean there was full value. I never I like. You know, when you got a superstar player like like Matthews, when you got a first team all star right winger, star player in Mitch Marner, they they performed the, the 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 massive mistake for Kyle Dubas was signing John Tavares. That was the massive mistake that created all the challenges. It wasn't signing Austin Matthews or Mitch Marner. It was John Tavares that was the fly in the ointment, and it was not because John Tavares didn't perform to a level it's because they didn't need John Tavares they did not need him and now they find themselves no success in this era and when I'm and let's be clear here the goal was we can and we will <laughs> win the Stanley Cup with this core four 
Kyle Dubas's words, not mine. We can and we will. They didn't even come close. That's a failure. And the problem was is that he his, his tenet of his philosophy is full belief in the core four. So now back to Matthews, you know, that's the problem that, that, that Brad Trey Living is faced with. That is what he's – and you're right, Steve. Yeah, we're going to trade on for, for the second overall pick, and, oh, we, we might get Connor Bedard. Like, number one, to get, to get the most value if you're going to trade Austin Matthews, you need to have the team that wants to sign him <laughs> long-term and where Austin wants to be long-term. That's the that's, – that's, that might be look, – look at where Matthew Kachuk was. What, what was Matthew Kachuk? Four teams he said he would go to or three teams? That's how narrow a group. So Brad's been through this. It's not like he, it's not like he hasn't been through this narrow pathway. But that's where that that's where it's going to sit with Austin Matthews if he says no. Yeah, Brad knows how to deal with uh, disgruntled American uh, players, right? So he I, overall the trade when they were ranking the trade, it's still a great trade from a Flames perspective about the return. Sure it is. Even if the Kachuk wins, it wouldn't have been a better uh, trade if the Panthers missed the playoffs because Pittsburgh beat Chicago. The, it, people's mindset it we're so in the here and the now you can't even go back and it's all about Kachuk. i mean the god love matthew but right now he's like mario and wayne the way people are talking about but matthew matthew and then it switches to you know other years when you know ryan o'reilly and uh, ovechkin won the cup and uh kucherov and everything else i think people the recency bias but um and you're right about Tavares performing over the last five years the leafs Competitive advantage over other teams. They had behind 87 and 29, the best one-two punch in the league. Five-year sample size, three-year sample size. Last year, if you still count McDavid and Dreisaitl as the number one-two centers, even though they played 48% of the year together, oh, the Leafs this year slipped to third. It went Edmonton, Hughes and Heischer, and still Matthews and Tavares. The problem is the 11 that took away from money on the defense with the cap and everything else. So, you know, I do protect John only because what he's been able to do statistically has been really, really good. And he was really, really good in the first round. And a lot of people were really, really bad in the second round, at least in producing. Although he expected goals for, he should have scored three or four goals. He didn't score any. And that's one of the reasons why the Leafs have lost. And you're right, if they just kept Kadri, they probably would have been better off Matthews, Kadri, Nylander, Marner, Riley, and then have that extra money around. But that's retrospective analysis with what they thought the cap might end up being. And let's be honest, Kadri's had one better year than John, but for the most part, John is outplayed if you're going to go head-to-head against 43. See, this is never about John Tavares. Now, see, that, like, I, I'm never going to make it about John Tavares. It wasn't about John Tavares, the hockey player. It was about the poor decision that Kyle Dubas made in pursuing John Tavares and putting $11 million there. They did not need John Tavares. They did not need John Tavares. I said it at the time. I'll say it today. And like, I, I would have been happy to say I was wrong. Guess what? I was not one bit wrong. And this is not about the stat sheet. This is not about how good a player John Tavares has been. This was about we can and we will. We can and we will. We can and we will. Well, they didn't. And they didn't even come close. And it had nothing to do with John Tavares. It had to do with you could never get to a place where you could get those, where you get the team into in, in, into a spot where they could be stronger. Like all he did, like all you got to do is look around, chase, 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 chase. So now let's play a little game about Matthew's signs, and let's give the number fourteen. Okay, 
John's not going anywhere. Two years, no trade 11. So that's locked in. So you're down to kind of two maneuverable pieces. Marner, two years left. Nylander, one. What would you do? Well, the second thing is, is I'm going to go talk to, to William Nylander and try to understand in going into his last year of his contract before he's unrestricted. What's the dollar figure? What the, what does it work? So let's just, so, so William's just under seven. If Austin goes from just under, you know, 12, whatever, wherever Austin is at up to 14, you know, two, two point, whatever, two points, four million the Austin takes up more. It's not like 14 is like he's jumping from six to 14. It's it's 2.4 or thereabouts, right? So Williams at seven. I mean, what's the market for William? I mean, I mean, he's a point of game player. I mean, free agency. You know, it's very interesting to 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 understand number one, what Williams uh thought process is in here, you know, what 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 his demands are. But let's just say it's nine. But it's let's say it's nine times five. Well, it's four point four million more that you come up with on the cap, right? And I think there's value there. And then, I'd like, well, then there's the maneuverability within your cap. What do you do? Do you want to trade Mitch Marner? There's not going to be, in my view, the appetite might be the wrong word. The, the, some of the dream scenarios I, I see people concoct in, in a return for Mitch Marner, like it's like your header in the clouds, like Charlie McAvoy for Mitch Marner, like, or like, like seriously, like, you know what? <laughs> it's time to do a sobriety test. <laughs> like, right. Like it's not happening. And I think that that's what you run up against. You, you run up against, you know, what what is realistic for for Mitch Marner? But here's where you might have to make the hardest decision. It's not about trying to say we got this for Mitch Marner. The biggest thing you might get for Mitch Marner is eleven million dollars, just a little bit under eleven million dollars. That's what you might be able to get by trading Mitch Marner, and that's the reality that you might have to deal with. Because you know now. If William Nylander says, hey, I want $10 million or I'm not going to sign her, whatever it is, right, you know, you deal with it. But the, the reality of the situation for me is it's not just Mitch. Because Mitch is really – he's a top player. Let's not make any mistake about it. We talk about statistics and everything he does in the game. He's a top player in the league. But, but you might have to – you might just have to move along and trade him. Bill Belichick, he traded Chandler Jones, Jamie Collins, two all-pro players. He said, if I have the highest paid player in each of my positions, I'm I'm going to only have 22 players on, on my team and I need 53. That's where they're faced with. That's what they're faced with. Trading a top-notch player for dollars. That's what they're faced with, in my view. Well, if we talk about the best idea wins, and in theory, we're looking at who is movable, I think you have to entertain the idea of Remember, our assumption is Matthews has been signed for 14 times five yeah, moving yeah, forward. Yeah. Tavares is staying, obviously. Uh, Ryan O'Reilly, free agent, gone. Morgan Riley locked up at a still a favorable deal, and he played his best hockey maybe as a leaf when it really mattered the most at the end of last year. So then you say, okay, I'm going shopping with these two players and see which of the players either gives you a better return or if the cap space is more important than anything else. that That's what it might come down to. That a trade that involves, well, your buddy Martin Buran really believes 
of trade with Nylander could fetch you a Slavin or a Pesci, probably a Slavin. Yeah, good said. luck. Yeah, good yeah. luck. I said no, and I said, I'm talking for Don Waddell. Don Waddell says no. And I said, Don Waddell would say no. He's not trading Jacob Slavin, who is the Rod Langway of today's generation, the best defensive defenseman. So why would he then trade that for a guy with a year? No. So I said no. I'm not making that move. Now, Brett Pesci might be a different story. So if you're saying Brett Pesci for William Nylander, maybe the Canes look at it in a different perspective. But right away, you have to lower your expectations. Would I rather have Marner than Nylander on my team? Yes. I think Mitch does more things. I still think there's a ton of upside. Kills penalties. Can be a game changer. But he's got to have someone that he gets the puck to. And that's not just Sebastian Ajo, which would make him better but someone who is a real, and maybe Carolina has it with Svechnikov or whatever. So, but what, what's the return? And I think the thing about Marner, what good teams are sitting there going, well, we got, we got the space. You imagine we have, you know, who has got the space. Anaheim, Chicago, you know, those teams, Craig, the teams that are really good. They're praying for a salary cap increase of more than just 83.5. They're up against it, including the Leafs, who Kyle has left them with the Matt Murray. So is he a buyout? Can anyone take some of his deal? Would you trade the first round pick to kind of, what was the move that he had to make with our buddy from San Jose? Patrick Marlowe? Take Marlowe. Well, it was Carolina. Carolina, he made the trade with Carolina. So you lose a first round pick. So $6 million come off your books. The, the, the Matt Murray number sitting right there for buyouts or for this season, like that's a, that's a bump in the road. That's a, you think you're speeding down main street. No, that's a speed bump that brings you down to 20 kilometers an hour, Craig. Well, uh, while you do it, I want to get back. I don't think the Carolina hurricanes are looking for a small scoring forward. (laughs) <laughs> I don't care how good Mitch Marner is. You know what? I don't think that that's what they're looking for. Now I could be wrong. Now I'm not saying they wouldn't take him for perhaps like a Brett Pesci deal. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying that at all, but you know, again, this whole idea and, and Steve, I'm going to come back to it. Like Mitch, like what, what's played the Carolina hurricanes in the playoffs, not being able to score. Oh yeah. The same thing that's played Mitch Marner. So wait a sec. We're going to bring in the guy that's been played by not being able to score a for a guy that we hope like, like Mitch hasn't proven that he can do it in the playoffs. William Nylander has this idea. And, and I, I get defensive and I got to stop being defensive. I think we, William Nylander is a terrific player. Just accept him for what he is. And he, he has been their best playoff performer. <laughs> He's been their best play. When like, if what matters is the playoffs, if, if what matters is having success come playoff time. Like you, you better be careful. Now, there's a lot of moving parts to that, like the contract, where he wants to be and everything. Yeah, and Steve, I think one of the things that becomes attractive with with uh, William Nylander is is the cap hit. <laughs> so there, there might be more opportunity to, to, to improve your team out there, like, you know, with, with, with a William Nylander, because he can fit into more places than, than Mitch Marner. But this is the – I mean, so you, you, you need good players. you got to pay good players. And – you know, you, we, we keep coming back to the same thing. We keep coming back to the same exact thing. You know what Kyle didn't understand? He didn't understand the, the salary cap. He didn't get it. <laughs> That's what I've come back to, to now. He didn't understand it. When, he, when you go and sign somebody for $11 million, when you have that area of your team covered off, that's the problem. That's what Brad Tree Living has to clean up. 
And prospects, yeah, Matthew Nye is a good product. Like, you better be – like, the, the, the Toronto Maple Leafs could find themselves in a very different spot in two years' time, depending on how these dominoes fall, in a very different spot. They And that spot is not anywhere near as good as they've been for the last five, six years. And those five, six years still were not good enough. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. The Stanley Cup final is here. It's always the best time of the year. It's been a great season with Sizzle. The playoffs have been great, especially that first round. What a story Vegas and Florida have been. So I'm going right to it. I got Vegas in six. I think they're better in every category. And I think Aiden Hill is not going to play second fiddle to Bob. This idea about the check mark and check mark. Yeah, okay, maybe Bob has been better and had a better career. Aiden Hill's not playing second fiddle to anybody. He's anti-Niemi, and Vegas will win the cup. And they're deep. The blue line, the forwards group, Craig, everybody slotted. And Bruce Cassidy. There, I'm starting high and hard, my friend. Okay, well, this episode of, uh, of the Cool Button <laughs> Podcast is over. I fully agree with you. There's nothing more to talk about. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> yeah, because I fully agree. I, the, the other thing, too, is four lines deep, and, and they're tough, and they're hard, and they're quick, and they're fast, and they, they're going to – like, Florida ain't pushing around the Vegas Golden Knights. So let's be clear here, right? And then you look at the blue line, right? The blue line. I mean, we've talked about how good that blue line is. I mean, two number one defensemen. And, you know, Shane Theodore, who, who in my view is a number one defenseman, you know – has had some, some some nights where he hasn't been that that, that player that we expected to be. But Petrangelo has been. How good has Zach Whitecloud been for the Vegas Gold Knights? I mean, and, and we can go through. I mean, Braden McNabb. Like everybody talks about Radko Gudis. I, I hope you're watching Braden McNabb because Braden McNabb's going to make life miserable. And like that's the matchup that I want to see. Matthew Kachuk on the right wing, Braden McNabb playing left side D. Like, oh boy, is that going to be a battle? And keep in mind, they've had battles. They've had battles in the Western Conference. You know what the Stanley Cup final does? 
it shows a lot of people in the East, oh, wow, where did this Braden McNabb come from? Oh, boy, he's pretty good. Oh, like, you know, all of a sudden there's this, there's this, there's this revelation. How, wow, Chandler Stevenson's a good player. Yeah, there's lots of good players in Vegas. And I agree with you about Aiden Hill. I think but when you think about the Vegas Golden Knights, just think about this. You know, they, they've had five goalies this year on, that, that have played for them, right? And, and and the challenges they've had, and here they are in the Stanley Cup final. And they entered the league, Steve. They, their first season was 2017, 2018. George McPhee, Kelly McCrimmon, Von Carpen, et al. Bill Foley. What a job. Outside of the teams that have won the Stanley Cup since Vegas entered the league, the most successful team in the league, and – I think they'll win the Stanley Cup. I'm picking them to win the Stanley Cup this year. There could be an argument outside of Tampa Bay that they're the second best team since they entered the league. If they win in the Stanley Cup this year. The second best team in the league. Unbelievable what the Vegas have done and continue to do. And they're bold and they're saying, this is how we're going to do it. I, lo I love the way they play and I love Bruce Cassidy. Well, it still starts at the top. I mean, I... I yeah. I want to compare it to Mike Gillitz in a certain way. It's a, the Red Wings were nothing. They were giving away cars. He kept, got there in 82. It always starts at the top. It starts at the top in a business, in a company, in a family, in a relationship. Mike Gillitz changed the Red Wings. And it took longer than they wanted, but we saw the plan. And even after they missed after five years because they ran up against Gretzky and the Oilers, and then they retooled and got Fedorov, and then they went to Scotty Ballman, and then to Mike Vernon finally, and he was able to do it in 1997. I mean, I have to say that if you stood up at a podium like maybe in Nashville and you said to everyone other than Washington, St. Louis, Tampa Bay, and Colorado, shame on you losers. Like you losers watch these guys get born and win the cup in six years. And where have the seven Canadian teams been? Where are some of the other teams? There's teams that haven't never won. 30 years from now, Craig, they won't have won. There's teams that haven't won in 20 years. 30 years from now, they might not win. 32 teams. And what Vegas says are all the things that you always complain about other teams saying. Vegas says nothing. They don't say how hard it is. They don't say how many issues they have. They don't say how the cap has gone up. They just make their moves. And this is a team with bold moves. They got Sabres, Eichel, Ottawa's, Stone, St. Louis, Petrangelo, Anaheim's, Theodore, a journeyman goalie, like Marcia So, not theirs. He scored 30 goals in Florida a few years ago, just so people know. Columbus's Carlson, Riley Smith, parts other no, unknown. Like it's just, it just keeps going. Chandler Stevenson, he's better here than he was in Washington. You know what I mean? So thumbs up to Foley, McCrimmon, and and really George. I mean, George built the Caps Cup. I give him credit for the Caps Cup. So this will be George's second help team building. And Vegas is no excuses. Okay, they might not win. Maybe they won't win. Okay, if they don't, then they didn't win. But they are the better team, and Florida is going up again. Now I've put three teams in the mix for Florida. Which are they most like? Your 91 North Stars, the 93 Habs, or the 2012 LA Kings? They're going to need a bit of all of those teams to kind of make it work. Because, Craig, I'm just fighting the odds a little bit here. They're 11-1 and in their last 12. Bobrovsky's 8-0 in his last eight on the road, and they're 6-0 in overtime. 
if this first game goes into overtime and Vegas wins in overtime, that's going to be the shot across the bow, maybe of the Florida Panthers. Um, I love them. They've done a great thing. If they can win four more games, they will have won the cup against teams that combined for 470 points. That blows away the old record. Boston, Carolina, Toronto, and Vegas, 470 points. That will be the greatest cup victory of competition ever. And I will shake their hands if it's done. But right now, me and you are on the Vegas baby train. We are. And, 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 you know, you, you started talking about where it starts. It, it does start at the top. And, and I love your, I love how, how you talk about Mike Gillich because that's exactly, and, and, you know, I'm going to quickly go back a little bit to a team that's become wayward. Philadelphia Flyers, Philadelphia Flyers with Ed Snyder at the helm said, we're going to be successful. Took them seven years when they came into the league to get to that point, right? Like, well, seven years, they're 74. So, you know, very similar to Vegas, but started at the top. Started at the top. This is how we're going to be. And you had your, we know, we all, the people may not remember, but Bobby Clark and Rick McLeish and, you know, Bernie Perron and Billy Barber. And I mean, and, and people, that team was a, re, that, that was a really good team. But anyway, that's where Vegas, and, and you're right. George McPhee, he started there. He was the guy that brought everybody in there that's all key in that organization. George McPhee deserves a ton of credit. Bill Foley. But that's where my that's where I'm putting my chips. My chips are on the Vegas Golden Knights, and you you just said it. I, I will absolutely tip my hat to the Florida Panthers if they find a way to beat the Vegas Golden Knights because that will be you know the the path to beating you, you know the 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 top teams in the league ever. It will, it'll be unbelievable. So you know as uh, as we get ready for game number one. We'll be talking, you know, after games, after game two, it's going to be fascinating. I think Florida, I, I think Florida has to win game one. I think they have to win game one to give themselves a chance. You have to find a way to get out in front on Vegas. If you have to start playing from behind in games or in the series versus Vegas, I think you're in big trouble. Can't wait. This was a lot of fun. It's great to be back. And we're back in the month of June talking Stanley Cup final. Silly season, which is always a great topic. And we say goodbye at the end of June. We'll get you ready for the free agent frenzy. For producer Bruce Bolton, for Mr. Craig Button doing great work in Kamloops, I'm Steve Coolius. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy games one and two of the final. We'll talk to you next week. Ciao. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 